Today on Ruta Daily, we give you 10 reasons to read the Word of God. Welcome to Ruta Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and a few weeks ago, we talked about a few tips or tools to help start and keep a routine of daily Bible reading. And if you missed it, I've linked the episode in the show notes, but we talked about waking up a few minutes early or going to sleep a few minutes late to carve out some time dedicated to Bible study and prayer, about finding a partner to read alongside you and hold you accountable, about choosing a plan and sticking to it. And those are all good ways to start building a habit of rooting yourself in God's word. But on their own, they won't work. Because most importantly, to set a routine of rooting ourselves in the word of God, you need motivation. You need to be able to answer the question, why read the Bible? Why wake up 15 minutes early each day? Why go to all that trouble? Sleeping in is better than reading, right? And you can set aside as much time as you like. You can use all sorts of tactics to focus, but if you can't answer for yourself why you should spend time reading God's word, then none of it will work. So today we're going to look to the scriptures and we're going to give you 10 reasons why the Bible is worthwhile to you. Let's dive right in. Number one, and that is that the only way we can know who God is is by reading the Bible. Other people may claim that they have other sources that describe God, but they all contradict. The Bible is absolute. Each word is inspired by its subject. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 says, In the past God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways, but in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. This is how God speaks to us today. And it's how he reveals himself to his creation. So the Bible is our definitive source to understand the nature and the identity of God. Number two, by understanding the nature of God, who God is, we can learn to be more like him. Because the Bible is our only absolute knowledge about who God is, it's also how we learn what we should be like. How do we improve ourselves? All throughout human history, people have asked that question, and they've come up with different answers. In Rome, Paul said there are some who had done this, and they had come up with the wrong solution. It says in Romans chapter 1, verse 25, that there were some who exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator, who was forever praised Amen. They decided that God's word, then spoken by the apostles, wasn't going to be the source that they needed. And they traded it in for a lie. They settled for serving the creation rather than the creator. Ephesians chapter 5 warns us not to do the same, saying, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children in Ephesians 5.1. We follow God's example first by reading about it in his word. 
Number three, I should be motivated to read the Bible because it tells me what to do next in every situation. Psalm 119.105 tells us that your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. In every circumstance, God tells me how I should move forward. I should be motivated to read his word because it gives me the answers to what to do in my life. Number four, the Bible not only tells me the right thing to do, but it warns me what the wrong thing is too. You know, like a neon sign, the Bible is clear about what sin is and how to avoid it. Earlier in Psalm 119, the psalmist writes, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The Bible and reading the Bible is how we know what sin is and how to move beyond it. Number five, we should be motivated to read the Bible because it renews the mind as much as it renews the body. In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. The Bible will transform me, not just by providing me an ethical code or a moral list of do's and don'ts, but it will give me a way to renew my mind to be more godly. Number six, reading the Bible allows us to be born again with an inheritance of abundant life. And Jesus said in John chapter 17, sanctify them by the truth and your word is truth. I am sanctified by the word of God. And Peter wrote in 1 Peter 1.23, for you have been born again, not a perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. I can be born again by what is written in the living and enduring word of God. Number seven, I should be motivated to study this book because reading the Bible allows you to claim the blessings of God. John 15, 7 says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. God cares for his children and the Bible is how I become one. Number eight, reading the Bible is how we hear the gospel. Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. The, the foundation of our faith is the Bible. John chapter 5, verse 39 says, You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. You can't read anything more important than what is written in this book because this book tells me how I can have eternal life. Number nine, because the word of God contains the gospel, the Bible makes us courageous. Joshua chapter 1 verses 9 through 9 tells us about the old covenant. It says, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. How much more courageous should we be now that we have the fulfillment of that book of law, the blood of Christ, which can save us all? 
Finally, number 10, we should be motivated to read the scriptures because they help us bear fruit. And Christ requires that we bear fruit. It says, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night? That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Psalm 1, 2 through 3. God wants his people to show the world who he is and what he did for them. And the way we learn how to do that, the only way we can know how to serve God fully is through his perfect and inspired word. The Bible is the greatest book we could ever read. Don't ever let it sit on a shelf. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.